This is Buccaneers Total Access. He's hit, he's crunched, he's clobbered by Gerald McCoy. Wow! Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. Your friend on the digital frontier. Now live from Hooters, the original wing joint. Celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. Here's your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. What's going on, Bucks fans? How's everybody doing on this Monday afternoon, this victory Monday afternoon, which is the best part of a Monday, probably maybe the only good part of the Monday for all of you. Thanks so much for being with us. I'm Casey Phillips, team reporter for the Buccaneers, and we are going to have MJ Stewart with us. I think I literally see him. Yep, he just parked right now outside of Hooters. And that's right, we are live from Hooters on Hillsboro. We are here every Monday from 5 to 6. Make sure you come on out, say hi. You can meet a player every single Monday. We've had people coming in, getting autographs, saying hi to them. It's a great time. And there's plenty of time for you guys to ask all of your questions for MJ. You can do that several different ways. One of them, hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter. One is the more section under the Bucks app. And then I'll give you those phone numbers you can call Hillsboro. 813-990-4620, Pinellas, 727-461-4620, and toll-free, 888-546-4620. As MJ gets walking in here, and I love this, he's bringing his mom too. This is great. We might have to ask mom in some of the commercial breaks uh, some things about her son here. We have a lot of great stuff we're going to get to with him. That was an incredible game yesterday, so much about the defense in particular to talk to him about. And uh, I, I asked around uh, the facility today about him a little bit. We heard this is a very confident guy, and he thinks he can do anything, and it's so big as a rookie. And look at this. MJ is sitting down with me right now, throwing on that headset. MJ, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. like to make a little entrance here. Uh, we are live from Hooters on Hillsboro. We hope everyone comes out to say hi to us every week here on Monday. Uh, how are you doing on this Victory Monday? I'm doing good. You know, you always feel good after a win. So that's so true. And man, that was quite a uh, quite a win you guys had. First of all, for the defense, you guys started so strong, um, forcing them to punt first five possessions. Didn't give give up a single point in the first half, uh, particularly with the start. I know that's something the defense had, had struggled with recently. What was the big factor that helped you guys turn that around? Uh, we just had to come out there with that with that energy, with that you know, with that passion, and just have fun. Uh, I feel like, you know, that's what we weren't doing. We weren't having fun as a unit. And so we, we took it upon ourselves in practice this week to bring the energy and make sure we have fun all week and bring it to the game. That's something I know uh, you bring a lot of. I was saying that I asked around the facility about you and that uh, energy and confidence is definitely some of the things that they said that you bring. Where does, where does that confidence come from for you? Um, it's just a mindset. You know, as a DB, you got to be confident. you got to be confident. And one thing for me, when I have fun, I always play good. You know, I, my, my bad plays always happen, you know, when I'm thinking about something or if I'm thinking about, like, a bad play. But when I'm just out there having fun, I always ball out. That's awesome. And, again, we're talking to rookie cornerback MJ Stewart. Uh, so, for you guys, how big was the, the turnaround overall? How, how did it feel different to you guys out there as a defensive unit as compared to what you guys had done in some recent games? Uh, just the energy level. Like I said, the, <laughs> it's crazy how far, you know, energy and – just having fun out there goes. Yeah, that's true. Um, what were some of the points of emphasis for you guys uh, going into this game as, just, as you guys had reviewed stuff? I know you I mean, you had the change in defensive coordinator, so I'm sure it was kind of a time of self-reflection as a unit overall. So what were the big points that you guys had looked at, whether it was on film, in meeting rooms, things that as you guys looked at yourself, said, all right, I know who we are and this isn't us. What, what needs to change to get us to be the defense we know we can be? Uh, we just tried to. We just wanted to, uh, as a defense, we wanted to, you know, kind of shorten the the playbook so we could play faster. And also, goes back to bringing that energy. That's something that Coach Duff preaches about. You know, having energy in meetings, having energy at practice, having energy in the game. And what is Coach Duffner like? Uh, energetic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, energy just keeps popping up because you know that's who he is. He's uh he's fiery. He's energetic. You know, he he, he cares about his players. And he is, uh, I think, 65, which makes him one of the older coordinators in the league. So that's cool to hear that that's the main trait you would go as with him and that you're like probably the one, one of the youngest guys on the team yep. and the way that that's still how you describe him. That's, that's got to be kind of cool yeah, for you. Yeah, it is. He, he's, he's, he's lively every day, you know. He's never, he's never down. He's always energetic, always up every day. What were some of the challenges of 
making a coaching change on your side of the ball mid-season, and, and you're already a rookie, which means you're, a lot of stuff is still new at, even at this point in the season, and then you're having to get you know, some, some new sides of things on the coaching side. So for you, what was, what was what really hit you about that of, man, this is potentially a challenge, or this is what I'm going to have to do to make sure that I do what I need to do even with a new coordinator? Um, you know, it's kind of like that next man up mentality. You know, like if somebody gets hurt on defense or offense, you know, whoever whoever was behind them has to step up and be, play that role. And so that's the same thing as a, that applies to being a defense coordinator. It's kind of the next man up. So Coach Duff, you know, filled that role, filled it very well. And, you know, the players, we all got behind them. And we're taking uh, fan questions here as well. Again, hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the more section of the Bucks app, or you can give us a call. And I like this one. Michael says, what celebration do you have in mind when you get a pick six against the Bengals? <laughs> uh, I try to keep my celebrations. I try to keep them, you know, I don't like to share them too early. So <laughs> I just stay tuned. I'm a, you'll see. Stay tuned. I like that. Are you a big celebration guy? Like, is that something you get pumped about to have, especially like the coordinated ones? I know that was something I saw you guys have at the end of the game a little bit there. Mm -hmm. Is that something you're into? You want the coordinated thing or the big celebration, or are you kind of more low-key? I'm kind of both. It just depends. You know, if I make a pass breakup, it's kind of like my own thing or Tyra Falaz is my own thing. But, you know, if our defense gets a stop or a takeaway, you know, we all gather as a unit and, you know, have a celebration. It sounds like you've got something planned for your own individual ones, too. Is that, is that fair? you got some things planned? I do. I try to, you know, if I use it once, I don't like to use it again. Oh, so okay. I, like to, I don't like to recycle celebration. So you're not going to have, like, a signature one that's like the MJ Stewart. You like to do new things each time? Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to think of one, but I don't have one just yet. Okay, so you're going to do a different one, see how they go, and then maybe if there's one that gets a good reaction, that can be what, right. what stays. <laughs> and for you, do you want it to be something unique, or is it does it have to be something no one's ever done before? Yeah, it has to be something unique. That's uh, getting harder to, to do the longer they let this happen. I mean, they've been allowing celebrations for a little bit now, so that's got to every, – every year that goes by, it's going to get harder to find something unique. Right. That's why it's taking so long for me to, you know, come up with one because, you know, <laughs> guys have brilliant ideas out there, but I'm going to find one. That's true. That's very true. Uh, so for you going against Baker Mayfield, fellow rookie, what was he like to scout uh, leading up to the game and then to play against? What were the things that stood out to you about him? Uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's going to be a good quarterback, great quarterback, actually. You know he, uh, he he makes the he makes the right throws at the right time. You know he's very athletic and escape out the pocket if you let him. Uh, you know so we just had to make sure we keep him in the pocket to make him a pocket passer. What is the challenge at your position specifically when it's a guy that does escape out of the pocket a lot? That is a guy that doesn't just sit still. Mm -hmm. What what does that change about what you're going to do and how does that make your job a little bit more challenging? Uh, definitely in man coverage it makes it challenging because you know it. It extends the route, so the receiver can run his route, and you can be right on it. But then, when he escapes out the pocket, the receiver is either going to the end zone or cutting back to the quarterback. So it turns in really into like backyard football, like tag football. So you have to like <laughs> make sure you stay on the receiver, and they can do whatever move they want to do because you know it's kind of scramble drill. Yeah, that's a great point. Overall, that just seemed like a weird game yesterday. There were just so many things that were unique about it that don't happen just in, in a normal game. Did it feel that way to you out there? It's just like, man, like this is just a really crazy game. Yeah, it, it was crazy. You know, we uh, <laughs> we did everything to kind of shoot ourselves in the foot, but we still, you know, won the game. So, I mean, <laughs> a win is a win. That's that's very true. And the win comments, all it says. So knowing that, knowing that, like you said, there, there were some mistakes that you guys that as a team caused and you said the shooting yourself in the foot idea and still came out with the win what does that say to you about the identity of this team and, and who you guys can be if, if you're not doing that if you can clean up some of those things it just shows how good we can be um you know we have four turnovers and we still won the game so you know we eliminate those turnovers we play we play a little better on defense you know and we come together as a team and play a great game on offense and a great game on defense is scary like it, i don't think anybody can beat us I feel like I uh, lost about 10 years off my life during that game yesterday. <laughs> it was very, very stressful. Uh, what did it feel like emotionally to you guys out there? Are you, are you feeling that in those moments, or are you so focused on what you're just supposed to be doing that you don't really feel the, I don't know, stress of the roller coaster type finish that that had? Uh, I try not to get too involved emotionally in the game. Uh, I just try to always stay ready. And uh, my, my biggest thing, you know, from now on is having fun. So whether that's we're winning, we're losing, I'm always going to have fun out there because that's how I play well. And as long as I do, you know, my 111th of the team, then I put our team in a good chance to win. That's true. And so for you at the end of regulation, 
when you're not sure what's going to happen? What were the emotions that, that went on in your mind or what were you thinking about being ready for and, and the mindset you needed to have right at the end of, of regulation and then in overtime as well? Well, I knew their defense couldn't stop our offense forever. You know, I, I knew our offense was going to put some points up on the board. So uh, as, a, as a defender, as a defensive player, I just knew we had to get off the field and get our offense back to ball. And I imagine, I mean, it was hot out there yesterday and the sun was beating down and I'm sure you've already played a whole game and then all of a sudden now you're finding out that you got to play potentially a whole other quarter almost. And how do you make sure that you stay fresh and you don't just get that like, oh my gosh, like this game is never going to end? Well, I mean, you're going to get beat up. I mean, you're going to get, you're going to be beat up from the game, you know, but you, do, you just have to be resilient and you got to just know that you got to do your job for one more quarter so your team can win the game because ultimately it's about getting a W. And this is your first time playing in the NFL overtime rules. Did you have to think about that a little bit, that, hey, this isn't college and, and this goes a little bit differently now? Yeah, it was kind of weird. I was asking <laughs> I was asking all sorts of questions. I was like, do they get the ball in the 25 or how does this – you know, I was yeah. asking all, <laughs> all sorts of questions, but, you know, I just went out there and balled. What were some of the things that you, you did have to find out? You mentioned, like, what were the things that stood out to you of, like, man, I need to make sure I know – all the different scenarios here. Yeah, I was asking guys. I was like, so is there another overtime period, or is this the only one? Because yeah. it's a tie. It's a you tie rule You just tie, now. yeah. And um, I things like that. I was asking, so is this first person, the first team that scores, is they do they win, or does the other team get a chance? Like, I was asking, like, questions like that, because, I mean, I, I honestly didn't know. That's crazy. Who were you asking, coaches or players? Both. <laughs> Anybody who was standing near you. Anybody who was near me. That's awesome. That's pretty crazy. And so then once you realized the rules, was it stressful to have them get the ball first in overtime and to realize what the defense was going to have to do? Uh, not really because, I mean, you want to get the ball. You want to have the other team get the ball first so you can stop them on defense and then give your offense a chance to score. Yeah, that's, a, that's true. And, and over that overtime – I mean, there were five possessions and two, no, two turnovers in overtime alone. I mean, that, was, that felt like a whole game yeah. <laughs> condensed into one overtime period. Mm -hmm. What all was going on on the sidelines? And as you guys are having to – you're off the field, you're on the field. I mean, that, it, just, it was such a – just a crazy time frame there in terms of what you guys were just being asked to do in the situations. What do you remember about what coaches were saying to you guys on the sideline and just what that was like to be a part of a – crazy situation in just overtime uh i mean everybody on defense i can only speak for the defense side but everybody on defense was just like you know we just got to be ready whatever happens we're going to be ready and we're going to stop them and we're not letting them score that's true because they don't score they can't win they can't. Our offense, they're, uh, they're not going to stop our offense you know so yeah yeah that's true which is great to have that kind of confidence and we'll talk a little bit more about that whenever we come back we still have plenty of time here with mj stewart live from hooters on hillsborough we're gonna have more coming to you next from buccaneers total access brought to you by frontier communications this is buccaneers radio football fans rejoice affinity rewards fueled by chevron is back and better than ever Sign up at Affinity.com, start earning points, and score big with game tickets, official team gear, autographed merchandise, and unique experiences with your favorite team. Sign up, start earning, score big. Register at Affinity.com and start earning points today. That's A-F-A-N-I-T-Y.com to register. See program rules for details. At Domino's, we're more than pizza, so mix it up with our specialty chicken, stuffed, cheesy bread, sandwiches, pastas, medium two-topping pizzas, and more for just $5.99 each, and we'll mix stand-up comedy with a robot. Stuffed, cheesy bread, and my act have a lot in common. They're both super cheesy. You can also mix it up with Domino's salads, marbled cookie brownie, bread twists, and medium two-topping pizzas. Order any two or more for just $5.99 each. Two-item minimum. Bone-in wings, handmade pan pizza, and bread bowl pasta will be extra. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Hi, I'm Misty Wells, Tampa Bay Times Outdoor Correspondent. I'd like to invite you to check out my new video series called Let's Take It Outside. Every other Thursday, I'll take you on an adventure to a destination in the Sunshine State or beyond. From the water to the woods, discover ways to enjoy the outdoors with your family and friends. To see me live and in action, go to tampabay.com slash outdoors. The Tampa Bay Times, journalism that matters. For the ultimate in tailgating, head over to Lazy Days RV, the world's largest RV dealership. Choose from over 1,500 RVs from the nation's largest selection of RV brands. Plus, at Lazy Days, experience more. Up to $7,000 in benefits that only Lazy Days offers. And visit Florida's largest RV accessory store. For a huge selection of tailgating RVs, visit Lazy Days off I-4, exit 10 in Tampa. Lazy Days, exclusive RV partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Visit them online at LazyDays.com or stop by. 
When your young athlete is injured and needs help getting back in the game, who do you turn to? The Johns Hopkins All Children's Sports Therapy Center in Tampa specializes in providing your child the best pediatric physical and occupational therapy and protecting your child's recovery to help prevent future injury. Focusing only on children and young adults, Johns Hopkins All Children's Sports Therapy Center in Tampa wants to get your athlete back in the game and back to playing the sports they love. Learn more at HopkinsAllChildrens.org. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now more on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Casey Phillips. Welcome back in, Bucks fans. Thanks for being with us on this Victory Monday. We are here live from the Hooters on Hillsboro, and we have corner back mj stewart mj thanks so much for being with us we appreciate this thank you for having me okay so uh, i wanted to talk to you about as a rookie there's a lot of very talented vets uh on this team and we we just found out that uh you know Quan alexander lost to an acl and uh i wanted to hear from you what you've already seen from him learned from him and then what this news does to the defense overall uh you know losing Quan, you know it hurt it hurt me personally because he was kind of the guy um, you know, if I didn't have that energy, you know, I could get it from him. <laughs> yeah, that's something he definitely <laughs> he was, has. You know, he, he's full of energy. He's that energy leader. He's one of our captains. And, you know, he just brings so much to the table with his energy and effort. And you see it time after time in practice, in the meeting rooms. You see how much he studies, how much film he, do, how much film he watches. And just seeing that as a young guy is like somebody to kind of look up to, you know, because he plays well. He's a, he's a pro bowler. I mean, captain of the team. Um, you know, it's just somebody I look up to, you know, energy-wise, effort-wise, kind of everything that you're supposed to do as an NFL player, I kind of look up to him. Yeah, that's really tough. And and what was that like to see him uh, go through that, to have to realize that his season's over? What was what was that like for you to watch him go through? I mean, to, honestly, it kind of it kind of hurt me, you know, because I, I know how much he, you know, how much he puts into the game, how much pass and how much effort. He puts into the game every week, you know, and to have an injury like that, you know, I know it hurt him so much. And so, uh, you know, it hurt me too because I, I feel for him because, you know, anybody who has something like that and, and and they pour so much into something and to have it in like that, you know, it's it's it's, it's terrible. Yeah, that's really tough. Well, who are some of the other vets that you have looked to that have helped you, that, that you draw some inspiration from the way they play, the way they go about their business? Um, Levante David. I look up to him. He's he's kind of the same way, you know. Um, Gerald McCoy, um, Vernon. I talked to Vernon a lot, especially when I first got here. He helped me. He he helped me out a lot. Um, and Chris Godwin too. I honestly, you know, when I first got here, he was kind of one of those guys that, you know, taught me. You know, he was like, okay, we do this one-on-one rep, and if he would win, he would tell me what I did wrong and wow. you know try to help me improve. That's amazing because it's only his second year. So for you to already be thinking of him like a vet to look up to speaks volumes, I feel like, to how he's gone about entering this league. Is that inspirational for you to realize that as soon as next year you could be asked to have that kind of role for a rookie? Right, yeah. So, I mean, speaking of Chris Godwin, he's a, I mean, he's a pro. You know, he's a, he's a pro player and he's a pro profession. He always acts like a pro, you know. So, and I've heard that he did that since his rookie year. So, you know, that's something I want to do too. You know, I want people, when they talk about me, to be like, oh, he brings energy, but he also acts like a pro. He does everything. He handles his business the right way. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, and you, you mentioned Vernon Hargraves. Uh, I feel like that's so great to hear that he's someone that's already stepped in for you that way because uh, the nickel position, particularly in this defense, is tough. I mean, yeah. they ask you to do basically something that is almost seems impossible, what all they ask you to do. So tell us why the position is so tough in general and then specifically in this in, in this system because I think a lot of people think oh the nickel it's not on the field as much or that people some people might not even realize the challenges that come with it yeah so at the nickel position you're kind of like a you're kind of like a corner of safety and a linebacker all in one you know you have to be able to cover the fast slot receivers but you also have to be able to get in the fit and you know get your pads dirty and you know tackle big running backs yeah, that's really tough. All right, well, it looks like we got our caller on the line. We got Ward from Brandon. What's going on, Ward? Afternoon, Casey and MJ. Uh, hey first off, congrats on the win. Great job by you guys. Uh, Thank you. First, I'm hoping that you guys are getting some royalties from Marble for all the cigarettes that you sold across the Bay Area after that one. Uh, I almost had to buy some cigarettes myself, and I don't even smoke. But um, <laughs> a crazy game, just a crazy game. 
and uh, it's always good to get the W after something like that. I'm sure you'll agree. There a couple questions that I have for you, though. Okay. Um, I love what I saw from you in the college game in North Carolina. Uh, looked like you had great awareness, always know where the ball was going to be, real physical, tough. Uh, how much of that do you think is translating to this game, and how much do you think you kind of have to change up your game now that you're in the pros, or are you just going to keep it the same way? And uh, also, who are some corners that you look up to try to model your game master? Thanks for taking the call. Now. Have another great week, man. Okay, thank you. Um, so, as far as your first question, um, you know, I'm gonna stay true to me. You know, I don't, I don't like to get out of my comfort zone. Um, I feel like what got me here is what's gonna propel me forward and make me a great corner in this league. So I just stay true to myself. You know, it's some things like the legal contact rule and you know DPI downfield uh, that I have to adjust to. But everything else, I'm gonna be the same. I'm gonna be a physical corner. I'm gonna get hands on receivers. I'm gonna break up passes. You know, find the ball and, and ball out. And um, as far as some people I look up to, um, you know, I like to take a little bit from everybody. You know, I watch, I watch the Richard Shermans, I watch the Josh Normans, the Patrick Robinsons, the Malcolm Butlers, the Casey Haywards, um, Desmond King, um, Brent Grimes. I watched him a lot. Desmond Trufant, Marcus Lott. I see. I watch everybody, and I like to. You know, see whose style fits most like mine and then kind of take a little bit from everybody and combine it into my own. That's awesome. That's great. And we got our next caller on the line. We got James from Largo. Go ahead, James. Hey, uh, good to be back on with you. I, I kind of, uh, you know, say what the last caller said, too, although I was, I was at the game yesterday and uh, I went to work sunburn. It's, it's all get out today. But it was totally <laughs> worth it, man. Uh, you, James. Totally worth the win. Hey, uh, my, my question is this, and look, I, I know losing Quan is just such a huge loss, and I, I've been, uh, as much as the win has felt great, losing a guy of his caliber has just been uh, very disappointing, um, obviously, and, and I hope, you know, obviously he can come back strong. But, but here's the one thing I, I would, you know, want to ask you, MJ. What do you think has been the biggest lesson that, that maybe not just him, I know you kind of talked about some of the guys you looked into, but... What's the one lesson that you could take away from your time here so far? And, and I know, you know I'm hoping that you're going to be with us a long time, man. I love your playmaking ability, and I think you're you're a star in the making, man. I'm, I'm going to give you that credit because I love the way you play. I think Appreciate you're one of the, that. You're going to be awesome, dude. But I want to see, you know, just kind of give, give us maybe one or two lessons that you've really learned here in the pros from these guys. And I'm very interested to see what that is so far. And I'll be pulling for you, man. And, and uh, I'm hoping that this is just the beginning of, of great things for you going forward, brother. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it. But, um, you know, a few lessons. One was just, you know, how to be a pro, how to handle yourself um, off the field. You know, in the meeting rooms, how to, you know, make sure you be on time, make sure you take care of your body. Because that's the biggest thing. You know, some guys, if they're not hurt, you know, they won't go in the training room. But So I try to go in the training room every day, even if it's just to, you know, stretch and just, just to take precautions, just – I'd rather do it earlier than later, you know. And um, another thing is film study. Film study is so important in this league. Um, a lot of under, a lot of guys underestimate how much film study can help you. You know, tendencies, and it, it, can, it can honestly allow you to be a great cheater. You know, and if you can <laughs> cheat, you know, you can make plays. So, <laughs> I love that. That's great. All right, our next caller is Bryant from Tampa. What's going on, Bryant? How you doing, Casey and MJ? How you doing? Wonderful. Balled out, balled out like always. Hey, I just want to, like, say, because you came into the, the league the same year as Carlton Davis, so, like, do you, how is the, like, unison between you guys, knowing you guys came into the league at, like, the same year, you guys put, were put into the same situation, you guys, how, how you guys feed off each other, I'm just say, go Bucks and MJ, I'm so glad we got you, man. Thanks for keep following the situation, you guys, how, how you guys feed off each other. Thank you. But, um, you know, me and Carlton have been really close. Uh, we've been really roommates since rookie minicamp. So, you know, uh, I've got to know a lot about him and, you know, we're really close. And we can, we were, that's somebody I was able to, you know, go through him and along with Jordan Whitehead. Uh, the rookie struggles, you know, the struggles of rookie minicamp, getting adjusted to OTAs, um, just, just little small things that you would, you know, go through as a rookie. Uh, there's someone, uh, those two, Jordan Whitehead along with Carlton Davis, 
are two people who I can relate to and, you know, talk about, you know, if I'm having a problem, if I'm having a good game, bad game, I can always go talk to them because I know they're going through the same thing. That's huge. Yeah, I think uh, the idea of having other rookies at, around your same position groups has got to be huge to not be the only one in that meeting room that it's their first year. Right. But, and, it, and it's also good, too, because we're all, you know, we're all playing right now. So, you know, we all can talk to each other on the field you know, get each other hype, you know, feed off each other's energy, and it's just fun to see all of us out there. How's Carlton as a roommate? Uh, he, <laughs> he is hilarious. I mean, he, he may not talk a lot, you know, if you see him out in person, but if you know him, he got a lot to say. <laughs> oh, really? No. He's more talkative as a roommate than he is just kind of out and about with other people? Yeah. That's pretty great. Are you a good roommate, you think? I think I am. Yeah? Have mm -hmm. you guys had any, like, you know, roommate quarrels so far about, like, oh, you left your socks out, you know, anything like that? Nah, I mean, we, we, we're, we're both, you know, respectful to each other, uh, you know, respect each other's space. But, you know, we're roommates at the same time. So, you know, he may go he may go to sleep sometimes a little bit earlier than I do. But, you know, <laughs> I just got to take that in. You know, it's good for me anyway. He's so. the old man of the of the two of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> the early bird special and then yeah, going to bed yeah. early. That's pretty great. Uh, how, how helpful has it been to have – I know there's also the rookie program, the, the rookie club that the Bucks have. So not only do you get to have some other rookies in your meeting position room, but you've gotten to do a ton of different things with the rookie class as a whole, whether it's learning – finances and it's going to you know just things around the community tell us some of the things that have really stood out to you about that program and how you feel like it helped you make that transition uh those meetings are amazing i mean working with duke and you know all of that staff has put together for us rookies and rookie academy it, it really it really helps me you know with the with the finance and you know just small things like Going out the bowl with the, you know, rookie firefighters, that was cool just to, you know, get to meet some guys. Um, me and my man, shout out my man Eric Floyd, rookie firefighter, we won the whole thing. The whole thing, he man. Was, and, and it was honestly him. Like, <laughs> he was an amazing bowler. Like, you know, I contributed every once in a while. But <laughs> <laughs> you just try not to gutter ball it every time. Yeah, he was like Steph. I was like, you know, Draymond Green. You nice. Know? <laughs> so... <laughs> That's awesome. And you also won one of the – you guys did a cooking class, and you won one of the prizes there, if I remember. Yeah. So, so you're just sweeping the rookie awards, aren't you? Hey, I'm trying to. I compete in everything I do. Of course. Of <laughs> course. That's what I was thinking is funny. No matter what you guys do, it turns into a competition. Always. I don't care what it is. Always. Making a salad, bowling, doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> That's pretty great. Did you uh -huh. did you talk trash after those? Don't lie. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, uh, I made like an Asian – it was like an Asian stir fry I made. And it was good, um, you know, and everybody was – because everybody was telling me, MJ, you can't cook. You can't do this. You can't cook. I was like, why? I'm going to win it. I can cook, That's, bro. that's why you won. They, exactly. they told you you couldn't, and that's what it is. Exactly. Now we just need to, before every game, tell you all the things you can't do, and then apparently you're just going to dominate. Is that about accurate? Yeah, that's totally true. Are you a trash talker on the field? Yes, yes. <laughs> that was – Yes, I am. No hesitation on that answer. Whenever you see – whenever you're, if you're watching a TV – if you're watching on TV or in the stands, whenever you see my head bobbing just up and down really fast, just know I'm talking trash. <laughs> <laughs> are, okay, are you like, do you get personal? Is it generic? Like, I don't, you know, like, are you talking about their mom? Like, how 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 serious? Are we oh no, here? I, I can never put it because I know if somebody talked about my mom, it, it it'd be a different story. That'd be a whole different story, yeah. which is perfect. She is sitting here right now. She's got a big <laughs> smile on her face. I like that she knows you're but, defending her honor out there. But you know, I I, t I I can talk about them. I can't really say it on the radio what I say. Cause yeah, it's, that's it's, fair. It's a little. We got a family friendly audience here. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so. But but just know it gets real down there. That's but it's all great. love, though. You know, after the game, whoever I was talking trash to, you know, they'll talk trash back and we'll, you know, we'll dap it up after the game because it's just, it's just football. Which, that blows my mind. I thought about that just yesterday, that this game yesterday was so emotional and so many ups and downs and so close and overtime. And then the moment it ends, I see guys going out there and, you know, high-fiving and giving hugs, swapping jerseys like it never happened. And I'm amazed at how you guys are able to turn the switch on and off before and after the game that y'all are just crazy on the field and so intense and then just immediately afterward like oh hey man what's up how's it going i'm like how is this possible explain how you are mentally able to just disconnect like that um because we know we're i mean we're you know we're, we're all elite athletes and we're all you know thankful to be here and we know that you know you win some and you lose some you know but you got to give credit to whoever wins the game and you may have some friends on the other team you know during the during the game that's that's your enemy. Like I don't I don't know him, but after the game, yo, we can, we're gonna dap up, take pictures, jersey swap, all of that. You know, it's just it's just fun and competition. That's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, Jackie wanted to know what has been the hardest transition to make from college ball to the NFL. Um, 
I say just the in, the intensity level of the games. You know, in college it was kind of, you know, people depended on you for you know a win and loss record. But in the NFL, it's more uh, job security. You know, in the NFL, it's, it's, it's a production yeah, that's business. So you know, everybody's depending on you to do your job so they can do their job so they can keep their job. Yeah. <laughs> So no that, pressure or anything, you exactly, know, right? Just so your entire livelihood, your life, everybody else's livelihood and families, no big deal. <laughs> exactly. So this intensity level is, you know, heightened a lot. But at the same time, you can't really think about that while you're out there because that's going to make you nervous, going to make you think. You just got to play and trust that your training and your preparation during the week um, will, you know, lead you to success. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, we talked a little bit about the nickel position overall and, uh, you talking to Vernon Hargraves and, and the challenges of playing nickel. I was wondering, have you had a chance to talk to Rondé Barber? Because, I mean, if anybody understands playing that position in this defense, it would be him. I saw he was out of training camp a few times earlier. So did you get a chance to talk to him at all? Um, I talked to him just, just briefly and nothing, not anything, you know, extensive. So. And is that someone you'd want to be able to pick his brain oh, a little definitely. bit? Oh, yeah. definitely. I have to pick his brain one day, just sit down with him because he knows so much about the game. He was a great corner in the game. And um, just to talk to him, to, to see what he knows, the knowledge he knows, and just feed off of him. And we're already seven games into the season, which in some ways feels still pretty early, but does it feel weird to realize you've already played seven? You're almost halfway through the season already? Yeah, it does feel weird, but the, the other weird feeling is we have like ten more games left. Yeah, <laughs> you still <laughs> got quite a ways to go. Whereas in college, you know, seven games, the season's almost over. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, in the NFL – we're, um, we're probably like halfway, maybe, not even halfway. Yeah, one more game will be halfway. Yeah, so. That's it's, pretty crazy. But it's fun, though. You know, you get you get more opportunities to put film on there and, you know, get some good plays on there. So. I have heard they talk about the, the rookie wall where around the time that your college season would have been over that you sometimes see rookies, you know, struggling to stay as energetic or healthy or whatever, that your body kind of starts to hit that wall a bit. Uh, have you – felt any indication that that's going to be something you struggle with or is that something you'll even be conscious of to try to make sure you really take care of yourself and don't hit that wall yeah uh i'm definitely conscious of that i have not hit the wall uh i'm trying my hardest not to hit the wall you know and but it, you know even if i you know life happens so if i do you know i'll mentally you know psych myself out of it though you know because you know having fun it's more important than stressing over, you know, my body and all of that stuff. So, you know, if I have fun, I forget about everything else. Yeah, that's true. And knowing that there have already been seven games, do you feel like you've grown or changed at all in your technique, your ability to read your cues, know your assignments, things like that? I, I think I've grown a lot. I mean, if you watch me from, you know, my first game to last game, it looks like a totally new player, you know. Because <laughs> the first game, you know, I, I went out there and I'm like, you know, wow, I'm, I'm out here. My dream's coming true. Uh, my first start was actually against the Eagles on my birthday. So I'm like, you know, it's my birthday. <laughs> Eagles was my old favorite team. Wow. You know, it was Super so Bowl it champs. It was crazy. Exactly. There's a lot happening right there for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm just out there kind of, you know, first series, I'm kind of out there like, oh, my gosh. But, you know, I settled in, and, and now it's just like, you know, it's the next opponent. Yeah, which is, which is great. Uh, how about as a person? Do you feel like you've changed at all? Uh, off the field or, or who you are since coming into the NFL? Um, not really. You know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the same guy, you know, in college. College kind of helped me change a lot as a person. Um, I realized that, you know, it's a lot of things that, you know, athletes can't do that regular people can do just because of the microscope that we're under. And, you know, we're role models to, you know, kids and, you know, a lot of people out there and a lot of people look up to us. So I learned that lesson early in college, and I'm glad I did because I just carried it over to the pro. Yeah, that's great. I love it. We're about at the halfway point here with rookie cornerback MJ Stewart. Still plenty of time for you to get your questions in for him. Use hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the More section of the Bucks app, or I'll give you those phone numbers one more time. Hillsborough, 813-990-4620. Pinellas, 727-461-4620. Or toll-free, 888-546-4620. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. When it comes to cancer, defense isn't always the right strategy. You have to be willing to go on the offensive 
to attack it relentlessly like Moffitt Cancer Center, standing up to it with the same courage Moffitt sees in every cancer patient they treat. That's why Moffitt is working every day to outsmart cancer, not just to react to it, but to get ahead of it, which is the best way to win. To see stories of courage, visit moffitt.org courage. Moffitt, proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ronnie Lane here for Bucks game day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Bengals on Sunday, October the 28th. The Buccaneers pregame show starts at high noon, kickoff at 1 o'clock on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play covered. Putting a winning lineup together is tough. Getting a quote from GEICO is not. Visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO or contact your local GEICO office today. You're with your baby girl. You've been practicing your mamas and dadas for weeks. And now she looks up and begins to mouth her very first words. You can feel it. This is the moment you've been waiting for. It's time to get down to your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer and test drive the Mercedes-Benz GLE. An SUV with the power and capability to handle anything with confidence. And active safety features to keep your family safe. That's a smart mama. Smart Dada. Lease the 2018 GLE 350 for $599 a month for 36 months with 5583 due at signing. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Monthly lease payment is available only to qualified customers exclusively through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services at participating dealers through October 31st, 2018. Some equipment is crime is optional. Call 1-800-367-6372 for details about costs and terms. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Euro Cars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Loki Motor Company, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel, or online at suncoastmercedesbenz.com. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Bucks team reporter, Casey Phillips. Going on, Bucks fans, welcome back in here on this Monday afternoon. We are live from Hooters on Hillsboro, talking to rookie cornerback MJ Stewart, getting some great insight on what it's like to transition into the NFL. And I know you got plenty of questions for him. All different ways you can send those in. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter. The more section of the Bucks app, or I'll give you those phone numbers again. Hillsboro, 813-990-4620. Pinellas, 727-461-4620. And toll-free, 888-546-4620. Our next caller is on the line right now, Dan from Dunedin. What's up, Dan? Hey, how are you? Great. How about yourself? Good, good. Uh, I just wanted to ask Mr. MJ, I think you're a great pick for us. Uh, love your athleticism. Um, the question I wanted to ask you was, as a fan, you know, we watch the television. We, we watch the coverage set up. Um, you guys are in your setup. And I'm just curious, um, do you guys ever look at each other or do you guys ever wonder to each other after the play or during the play call, um, let's say it's third and nine and you guys are 10 yards off the receiver. Do you guys ever wonder why are we giving such a cushion? Does that frustrate you as players that people don't think that you might have the skills to jam somebody? I just want to, regardless of defensive coordinators, I know we just made a switch, but I'm just curious as to what are your guys' thoughts when, when they're telling you to line up so far off of somebody and then, you know, the guy runs to the sticks and it's an easy pitch and catch. Does that get under your skin? Do you guys, you know, do you guys get any feedback on that? And, and I'll hang up and listen to your call. And, and good luck to you. And keep, and keep. Hello? Yeah, you're good. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, like you said, you know, sometimes it is, you know, the scheme that has us, that the playoff like that. Um, but sometimes it's on the player, you know, and we have full faith in all our corners, all our DBs to whatever, if they're pressed, if they're off, whatever, you know, alignment they have that they're going to use good technique and make the play. You know, um, you know, sometimes on TV it may look like an easy pitch and catch, but, you know, it may be little things during the play that, you know, you really can't see from the TV that, that happened during the play, you know. So, um, you know, it's a little bit of technique, a little bit on the corner, and sometimes a scheme, you know. But, you know, every time we go out there, you know, we don't, want to just let them catch the ball like that you know sometimes it may look like that but we that's never our intention you know we're always we're always fighting hard we're always trying to you know use good technique and cover the receivers and lock them down I think it's uh it's great the way he brought up the idea of kind of why you guys are doing the things that you do out there because I heard when I when I asked some of your coaches about you that you love to know the why behind things in meeting rooms and things like that you're always asking but why? Like you got that little kid, but why question <laughs> yeah, that you don't yeah. just take what they tell you 
and and just do it just because that you're going to do it, that you do listen to your coaches, but you always want to know the why. Why is that important to you? Um, just to, I just, I just like, I just love, you know, enhancing my overall uh, IQ of the game. You know, sometimes a coach may ask me to do this, and you know, I really don't see the why in it. So that's why I ask, well, why do you want me to do that? And they'll explain it, and they'll explain what the D line is doing or the linebackers doing. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Why I have to be here because they're doing this, and you know, it just it all ties in, and that helps my IQ. So next time, you know, I know that I have to do this in order for everybody to do their job for in order for us, for us to make the play. That's Instead huge. of just being in the spot and just kind of being a robot, just going here because they told you to. That's huge. And that's such a big part of the defense overall that I think a lot of fans, it's harder for us to know that of, because again, we'll watch what one player does, but you're right. It all, you guys all impact each other so much in what you do. And if one person from one of the other position groups does something different it affects you and so that's why it is so important to do exactly what all the coaches have, have met about has right. that been something that has been at even a higher level in the nfl than than college potentially of what a finely tuned machine it almost has to be back there yeah because you know in the nfl everybody's good you know everybody's good <laughs> yeah you know running backs are good qbs are good offenses are all good receivers are all good you know so everybody has to do their job on every play you know you're going to make mistakes like there's you're going to have no per there's no such thing as a perfect game nobody's perfect you know you're going to have mistakes throughout the game but one thing that trumps a mistake is hustle and you know everybody running to the ball all right our next caller is on the line we got zach from tampa what's up zach hey i'm zay i just wanted to say hi and congratulate you on a i mean there's a lot of criticism but i just want to congratulate you on a great start to your uh, rookie season and you thank you Carlton, man you guys are the future of our secondary yes sir thank you i appreciate that awesome thanks so yeah, much zach. i don't really have any questions but thank you Awesome. We, we love that. We, we love just the positive reinforcement here. This is great. Uh, all right, our next uh, caller we got on the line is Rob from Sarasota. Hey there, Rob. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, again, like the last call, I just want to say, you know, you guys are, are doing great. I really love to see the, uh, the aggressiveness and the secondary flying to the ball last game. I look forward to see more of that. And my question for you, MJ, um, I grew up watching the NFL, and I've noticed all the, the rule changes it makes it a lot harder for you guys in the secondary to do your job. Um, it's, it's tough being a cornerback. And I want to know if you could, if you could see any rules change to be in the defense's favor, um, you know, like less calls on the defensive holding or 15 yards only for pass interference, something like that, something that would help you guys do your job better. And I'll hang up with and listen. Uh, yeah, so uh, I wish they would go back to college rules, uh, you know, because, I, like I said, I'm a very physical corner. I like to be – I'm very handsy, you know, so I wish we would go back to college rules that you can touch the receiver uh, until the ball is thrown in the air uh, or at least give us at least 10 yards to touch the receiver because uh, the, the kind of – the five-yard rule isn't even in effect anymore. Like, they don't even – you know, if the receiver's downfield at all, they'll call anything, you know, so – uh, you know, it's an offensive league. You know, people like to see points. I guess that's what's exciting. You sound a little bitter about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, you got you kind of got to cater to, you know, that. But So, in other words, we fans need to appreciate defense more. Is that what you're, is that what you're saying? We need to we need to give you all a little bit of love, too. Yeah, because defense is always the dark side. You know, you know, <laughs> offense gets the limelight, you know, to score the points, you know, but defense does the dirty work, which allows the offense to score the points. So. You know, um, if there's anything, going back to your question, I wish they would just let us be a little bit more handsier, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do whatever needs to be done, right? right? That's always the key. All right, our next caller is George from St. Pete. Hey there, George. Hey, guys. Uh, first, Casey, enjoy your work on the Allie and Donovan show. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. TV. Uh, yeah, how, how much was uh, Carl Nassib crowing about that pass breakup he had yesterday? It's kind of interesting seeing the tall – big lanky guy running downfield and breaking up a pass so honestly i mean carl was kind of laid back and cool about it like he does it all the time <laughs> <laughs> but you know everybody you know when you watch a film today i mean everybody on the defense was just gassing carl you know like you know calling him a new calling him a new db you know a new safety new corner you know and he had carl had a great game by by any means he had a great game last game and he, he balled, and he was one of our, you know, defensive players of the game. Just by the way he played, you know, he got the PBU. He had, like, a, 
I don't know how. I think he had like two sacks he or did, something like yep. that. And I mean, he had a great game. Phenomenal yeah, play. You're gonna see him lining up at corner next game. You hey, know? you might. You know, you <laughs> never know. You might. That was pretty great. That was a, a really impressive game by him and against his former team, which had to be exciting. He downplayed that after the game, of course, that, yeah, no, it's just did. another game. But we're like, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, so for you, speaking of people that could play multiple positions, I hear that that is something that the Bucks have liked about you since day one is that you are athletic enough to play almost every secondary position out there. Is that something you feel capable of? Yeah, and I, something I pride myself on, too, you know, just being able to play the position because I just like to be on the field, you know, and wherever – that may be wherever my place may be. You know, I just like to make myself available at multiple positions so, you know, I can increase my chances of getting my, on the field. And that's, that was my goal going into the NFL, just to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm valuable enough and versatile enough where I can play multiple positions so I can give myself a better chance to get on the field early. We're talking to rookie cornerback MJ Stewart. So uh, which position would be your favorite? If you are capable of playing pretty much any of them, which one is your favorite and why? I'm kind of loving this nickel right now. Yeah? I'm kind of loving the Loving nickel. the challenge? Yeah, I'm, I'm loving the nickel position. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, it's just something about it. I just, I, just, I just like it. You know, I can, you know, I can cover receivers and still feel like a corner and still talk smack to receivers, <laughs> but I can also get in there and, and hit a running back, you know, and hit, hit some linemen every once in a while because I'm a very physical player, so. Yeah, it feels like you were asked to do some of the same things that linebackers are in terms of the, the run and pass and the versatility in the area of the field and it, even that you're having to be active in. But you're not in their meeting rooms. You're hearing more of the, the DB side of things. Is that ever a challenge to try to feel like you can get that skill set a little bit more in terms of some of the things that the linebackers do? Have you ever talked to, to them about some of their techniques when you're asked to do some of those things like hitting a running back? Uh you know, I, I've talked to them. I, we, I have communication with them a lot because, you know, it's some things, you know, in some calls that, you know, I have to talk to them because maybe we might, you know, have a check between just us as, uh, you know, nickel and linebackers or something like that, whatever, that I have to talk to them. So I talk to them, you know, try to talk to them a lot and see where they're coming from and what they're getting in their meeting room so I know, you know, what they're thinking on the play so I can better play my position. And I know I've always thought that DBs in general, y'all are such a unique breed because you got to be a little crazy to be willing to be out there one-on-one, -on -one, especially with a guy, potentially get beat. It's just you on an island sometimes knowing that you could get beat or you could make the play, that the idea of how lonely it must feel occasionally when you're out there, uh, what mentality do you have in those moments when you know it is just you and that wide receiver, and especially on the times you do potentially get beat, what is the mentality for you approaching that? Um, in those cases, you have to be extremely cocky. In those <laughs> cases, like, you know, that may not be your personality, but, when, you know, when those times come when you're on the island and it's, you, it's just one versus one, you have to be extremely cocky. You have to be like, okay, you're not going to beat me. Like, you're not going to catch a ball. You're not going to do anything. And if they happen to catch one, it's like, okay, but you can't do it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, let's be real. In the NFL, you know, receivers are going to catch – you know they're they're top top athletes as well, so they're gonna get open. They're gonna catch some balls, but you know it's like okay, you caught one, you may catch two, but you're not gonna catch no more than that. I like that. That's great. All right, we still have one more segment coming up here with MJ Stewart. Last chance to get those questions in for him. Use that hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter, the More section of the Bucks app, or give us a call. We'll have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. At Hooters, you can watch the games with all your buddies. And when your buddies are the world-famous Hooters girls, there's always plenty of ice-cold beer and those craveable wings that'll knock your taste buds into next Tuesday. Hooters girls know plenty about football, but we really know the fans that live for it. So hang out with all your buddies all season long at Hooters, your official hangout for game day. And while you're there, enjoy Hooters' great game day eats. Join us for the Bucks Players Show every Monday night at 5 p.m. at Hooters on Hillsborough. Ronnie Lane here for Bucks game day coverage. It's 98 Rock. The Bucks play the Bengals on Sunday, October the 28th. The Buccaneers pregame show starts at high noon, kickoff at 1 o'clock on 98 Rock, where Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore have all of the play-by-play -play covered. Putting a winning lineup together is tough. Getting a quote from Geico is not. Visit geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO or contact your local Geico office today. Billy's internet costs too much dough. 
for slow uploads that drain his side hustle flow. Now's the time to get Fios by Frontier with upload speeds five and a half times faster than Spectrum. Our triple play bundle is now just 90 bucks a month before taxes and fees with no annual contract. Visit Frontier.com FL today for upload speed comparison and complete offer details. You've got a friend on the digital frontier. Limited time offer. Equipment fees, surcharges, taxes, and other fees are subject to change. Frontier terms and conditions apply. Service subject to availability. How do you become the official truck of the NFL? You make it tough with high-strength military-grade aluminum alloy. You make it smart with Pro Trailer Backup Assist. You make it for work. And the weekend. Ford F-Series. Making tough jobs easier. That's how you become America's best-selling truck 41 years straight. Score one at your local Ford dealer. Based on sales December 1976 through November 2017. Now more on Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, here's your host, Casey Phillips. Hey there, Bucks fans. Thanks again for being with us on this Victory Monday afternoon. We have rookie cornerback MJ Stewart with us. This is the final segment. Last few minutes to get those questions in. Hashtag Bucks Radio on Twitter or the more section of the Bucks app or give us a call. I'm going to try and get through a bunch of these fan questions here at the end. Uh, James said, are you a gamer? And if so, what are your favorite games? Uh, I'm only a gamer if I'm playing against somebody because, again, I am very competitive. I don't like Compu to game. Beating the computer doesn't do it for you. Yeah, I don't like to play by myself. I get bored really easily. So I like to play against people so I can talk smack to them while they're sitting right next to me. I'm noticing a theme here. <laughs> uh, Kyle said, how excited do you get when your number is called on a DB blitz? Oh, um, I'm like licking my chops, you know, because <laughs> it's like, you know, it doesn't always happen where the, the you know, the nickel gets through free. But those, those times that I do, I'm just waiting for that one time I get through, get through free on the blitz and get a strip sack and take it to the house and do my celebration. That I'm not going to tell anybody. That your secret celebration. <laughs> and now, man, I'm rooting harder than ever for you to get that pick six. I got to see. You, you made me curious. Uh, Trevor said there seemed to be more pressure on the DB or on the QB Sunday. Uh, were the blitz packages different from previous weeks? Uh, we, I mean, we had the same blitz packages, but uh, we just, you know, it's Coach Duff just called, you know, the blitz that blitzes that he wanted to call, and that he felt that was going to be good for that week. So I wouldn't say we had different blitz packages. We had all of those blitz packages in. But we just, you know. Just when we, they were deployed. Right, we, we just picked it and choose which ones we wanted to use that week. Okay. Uh, John says, curious, why do you go by MJ? Was Michael Jordan your idol? <laughs> uh, nah. Uh, MJ is just kind of, you know, a nickname that fell upon me early. And I just stuck with it. If it fell on you, it sounds like you didn't pick this. Like it was just sort of given to you? Yeah, it was kind of given to me. Uh, you know, I love it, though. I don't have no problem with it. That's pretty great. We were talking about uh, Halloween coming up next week before, and you said you still don't have the, the costume picked out? I don't. You know, uh, I don't. You know, hopefully my last-minute decision, I'll probably choose my Halloween costume on October 30th. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so should we maybe ask the fans for some help here, tweet some, please, like, suggestions to you? Please, Any suggestions you have, please tweet to me. My Twitter is checkout underscore Mar. Where did that come from, by the way? So, funny story, in <laughs> high school, I was kind of one of those guys. I was a three-star guy, um, and I always wanted, wondered why, like, you know, some guys were getting all this hype, and nobody was really paying attention to me. So, you know, I kind of sat in my room. I was like, well, maybe I should change my, you know, Twitter Twitter name so people, like, think about me. I was like, well, let's let's do, like, maybe, like, show out Marv. I was like, nah, I don't like that. And then kind of like, the name check out kind of, you know, resonated with me. And I just went along with it, and it stuck. That's pretty great. And did you feel similarly about the draft where I know you felt like you deserved to maybe go a little bit higher? Is that fair? Or you felt like – did you expect to go a little bit higher than you did? Uh, you know, I've, I've, I heard so much during draft time. I heard, you know, third, fourth round, mid-round. And so I was just kind of like waiting, and I was just going to let God take it from there, you know, because, you know, I did everything I could do. Uh, and all I could do then was just pray and then just wait for my name to be called. And when they did get called, you know, me and my family were, you know, ecstatic and, you know, so thankful. And so, I, you know, again, I want to thank, you know, the Buccaneer owners, uh, Mr. Light. I want to thank you so much for, you know, calling my name. 
That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I mean, you set a UNC record for pass breakups. Mm -hmm. That's that's an incredible stat right there. And and what is it about, and specifically pass breakups, that you feel like you were so good at and that you want to still be able to do in the NFL? Uh, just, you know, just being sticky to receivers, not not allowing a lot of space between myself and the receiver because quarterbacks in the NFL can throw in the tight window. So you had to be even closer to receivers and make sure uh, your technique is, you know, almost perfect on every play. So whenever we have rookies, I always like hearing, have you had to do any rookie duties or things that they make you do that it's not hazing and they don't, they don't do any of that, but things that just as a rookie they, they make you guys maybe do for them a little bit? Uh, I mean, ours, you know, haven't been that bad. Um, you know, we had to get some uh, fresh kitchen orders uh, <laughs> right before we left for, you know, some games. But uh, Did I mention that it. you're supposed to do that for the team reporter, too? Did I mention we, we're supposed to get fresh kitchen from the rookies? Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Oh, oh no, 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 because I've been here a little longer than you now. <laughs> you get, I get the fresh kitchen. Just, I, it's all right, though. I didn't tell you ahead of time. That's my bad. But that, the fresh kitchen, that's not a terrible punishment. Uh, did you have to – have there been any embarrassing things that they've made you guys do at all? No, nah, they haven't done any embarrassing things. They've been really cool for the most part. Good. Did they make you sing at any point? Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you're either just not embarrassed by <laughs> so, things or this tradition has gone away. Um, all the rookies had to get up and sing uh, during camp. And uh, we had to do a rookie show, actually. That wasn't the singing, but – we also had to get up and sing, and it was a different. It was a few, like two different rookies every meeting, had to get up there and sing a song, and so you know I don't mind singing. Like you know I can't sing, but I'm gonna sing anyway. Uh, I'm gonna put my <laughs> heart and soul into it. I'm gonna oh, act yeah. it out. You oh, know, I'm yes. just a character when I get up there. And so the first song I sung, it was a, it was a song by Trey Songs, and nobody knew it, so they booed me off stage. Oh. And I was like, you know, I kind of took that personal. And then you know some of the vets came up to me, was like, bro, you gotta. You got to sing a song that people know. Mm, you got to know your audience, man. Yeah, exactly. Know so your audience. then I came back with some Chris Brown. Uh, Ooh, there you go. Yo, yo by Chris Brown. And uh, everybody loved it. So. Nice. Okay, so you redeemed yourself. You're yeah, good. Yeah, I definitely did. All right, we've only got about a minute left here, but I want to hear for you with Cincinnati. You guys could be missing potentially a lot of veteran leaders on defense. We still don't know some of the injury situations going into this week, but does it make you and some of the other rookies feel like you need to step up a little bit more? Yeah, um, it definitely, especially me, you know, because I am – you know, I'm kind of an energy. I'm kind of an energy bus. You know, you know, Quan was a you know energy bus, but you know, I'm kind of you know my own energy bus. And you know, with him gone, you know, I feel like you know I need to be one of those guys that keeps everybody you know energetic and making sure everybody's having fun, not just thinking about oh what's my assignment, oh what's my alignment. You know, just thinking, just you know, just have fun, go out there, be loose. I love that. Fast. That's awesome. Well, MJ, thanks for being with us here today. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. And uh, everybody, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at checkout underscore Marv, M-A-R-V. I love it. That's awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much. We'll be back here every week at the Hooters on Hillsboro. This has been Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by at Hooters. You can watch the games with all your buddies. And when your buddies are the world famous Hooters girls, there's always plenty of ice cold beer and those craveable wings that'll knock your taste buds into next Tuesday. Hooters girls know plenty about football, but we really know the fans that live for it. So hang out with all your buddies all season long at Hooters, your official hangout for game day. On game day, enjoy 450 Bud and Bud Light Big Daddy mugs or Bud Buckets, just $12. See you at Hooters. So you're homesick and uploading pics of your kitten is all you want to do. But when your cable is slow, it's like your internet took a sick day too. Now's the time to get Fios by Frontier with upload speeds five and a half times faster than Spectrum. Our triple play bundle is now just 90 bucks a month before taxes and fees with no annual contract. Visit Frontier.com FL today for upload speed comparison and complete offer details. You've got a friend on the digital frontier. Limited time offer. Equipment fees, surcharges, taxes, and other fees are subject to change. Frontier terms and conditions apply. Service subject to availability. You say there's nothing quite like the feel of the open road when you ride a motorcycle. You know it takes concentration, knowledge, and skills beyond those required to drive a car. Ride Smart Florida would like to take this opportunity to remind you to enjoy the road, but to always ride smart. S-M-A-R-T. Say no to drinking and riding. Make yourself more visible to motorists. Always wear your helmet. Ride and control. Train regularly and get endorsed. Visit RideSmartFlorida.com for more details. Do you ride smart? This message is provided by the Florida Department of Transportation. This is Gerald McCoy of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As a kid, I used to wish. Someday... 
I'm going to play in the NFL. And I hoped. Someday, I'll be a first-round pick. And I dreamed. Someday, I'll be a pro bowler. Because someday holds so much hope for all of us. As the exclusive hospital of the Buccaneers, Florida Hospital supports everyone who believes in someday. And someday soon, Florida Hospital will be Advent Health. Discover a few reasons to get into a Ford SUV during SUV season, like the available Enhanced Active Park Assist in Ford Edge, or Escape with available cross-traffic alert, and carry up to seven people in the spacious Explorer. Don't miss big savings on a new SUV. It's SUV season, going on now at your local Ford dealer. Driver assist features are supplemental and do not replace the driver's attention, judgment, and need to control the vehicle. Sales claim based on 2017 calendar year sales. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access has been brought to you by Frontier Communications. Fios puts you in the game. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks, your friend on the digital frontier. Join us again next Monday live from Hooters on Hillsborough Avenue. Hooters, the original wing joint, celebrating 35 years of delightfully tacky fun. This is 620 WDAE St. Petersburg and 95.3 FM, home of the best Bucks coverage.